Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Welcome, welcome to episode seven. This week, we are diving into pillar number three of the podcast, which is love your family well. And I think that this is often what people think of when I say, you know, oh, I started an online ministry. It's called love your people well. (laughs) When we think of our people, we tend to think of our family, the people who are sharing a living space with us, the people that we see day in and day out. So I am really excited to dive into this pillar this week. And before we jump into the actual content of um, this episode. Today, in episode seven, we're going to be looking at what it means to love your family well and why this is so meaningful and important in our everyday lives. I think that might feel a little obvious, like, well, duh, I see these people all the time. They are my family. Of course, it's meaningful to love them well. Um, But it's still worth unpacking that question a little bit. What does it really mean? Why is it important? And then in episode eight, at the end of this week, we will dig into the question of how, and we will look at some practical strategies for loving your family well. Before we jump into that, I want to invite you to sign up for the Relationship Reset free five-day email course. You can find all the information on the website, on our courses page. It's loveyourpeoplewell.com backslash courses. Um, I'll have a link directly to the Relationship Reset course in the show notes. Um, But this is such an encouraging way to not necessarily dig into some huge life-altering problem in your relationships, Um, Yes, we will dig into some of those topics over the course of this podcast, but what I have found in the counseling world is that so many of us hit these seasons in life when we're just, we're busy, we're stressed, we're impatient, when things aren't bad, things aren't, you know, in some huge problem zone, but they're just not great. They're not quite where we want them to be. That is a really common experience, not just with our family. Like when we think about relationships, a lot of times we think about our husband, our significant other, but with our kids, with our mom, with our best friend, with all these people who are important to us, it's inevitable that we're going to hit a season of life where for whatever reason, and the, the course will walk you through kind of assessing what some of those reasons might be for yourself and then tackling them one by one. But it's really normal to hit that season when things really aren't that bad, but they're just not that great. And so this is a free five-day course that I've developed based on the work that I've done in the counseling room with so many people who want to bring a deeper level of fun, a deeper level of fulfillment into their most important relationships. And so with this free five-day course, you'll walk through um, assessment of the relationship, casting a vision of where you want to be. I'll outline a lot of different practical strategies that you can try, and then you'll use all of that to develop an action plan that works for you, for your real life, your day-to-day, 
this relationship that's so important to you. So I would really encourage you, if you haven't done it yet, to sign up for the Relationship Reset free, totally free, five-day email course. Okay. One other quick thing, my friend, before we dig into the content today, I do want to start with a quick disclaimer. I am a licensed therapist in the state of South Carolina, but this podcast is not therapy. (laughs) All of the resources from Love Your People Well, LLC, including the Relationship Reset, including this podcast, are informational. And so I hope that they are a blessing and a help to you. And if you are interested in professional counseling, if that's something you think would be helpful for you, we have a page on the website outlining kind of how to think about that, how to possibly pursue a professional counselor, and I will have the link to that in the show notes for today's episode. Okay, my friend, today we are jumping into the topic of what does it mean to love your family well and why is that so meaningful in our day-to-day lives? It is valuable for us to actually pause and answer the questions about what does this really mean? Why does it actually matter? And those questions are particularly powerful when we are struggling when we are frustrated, when we are discouraged, when we are just running on autopilot from here to there and everywhere, and it feels like there's no peace, there's just stress and chaos going on all around us, those are the moments when we might find ourselves questioning, wait a minute, what is this all about? Why am I going through all of this? So even if you feel pretty good about where your family life is at today, I still think that this episode will be particularly meaningful for you to dig into these questions and to kind of remind yourself to to reset that framework of thinking about your family and why it's important to love them well. When I talk about family, I'm particularly looking at um, the people who we grew up with, our parents, our siblings, maybe our aunts and uncles, grandparents, as well as the people in our home today, our husband, our kids, and I know that in today's, uh, today's culture, a lot of us have friends who we consider like family. Maybe they even live with us. We spend a lot of time with people. We invest a lot into some of those relationships. But I'm talking about family as in our uh, biological or adopted family, our nuclear family, the people that we live with, that we are going to have a relationship with, whether it's good or bad, for the rest of our lives. And next week, we will be looking at the topic of loving others well. Uh, That's where I would include even some of those really deep and meaningful friendships. So when we think about what it means to love our family well, there are three things that I think are really important for us to keep in mind. First, that a family meets each other's needs. We meet each other's physical, tangible needs. We do our best to try to provide adequate shelter and food and clothing. You know, we we meet those basic needs for our family members. We also meet each other's need to belong. That is a basic human need. We need to know who are my people? Where do I fit in? Where do I belong? And of course, uh, a lot of us do go through seasons with our family where we may feel like I am the oddball out here. (laughs) Who are these people? But generally speaking, our family, loving our family well, means giving each other that sense of belonging, that sense of acceptance. The third piece of meeting each other's needs is giving each other respect and kindness and affection. 
that those emotional needs that we all have as humans should be met within the family. Part of loving your family well is providing for them in the ways that are that you can, giving them a sense of belonging and acceptance, and caring for them, showing affection, giving respect, giving kindness in every interaction. And yes, I realize when I say every interaction, that's just not quite real life. We are all broken people and we do not love our family as well as we would like to in every single interaction. But remember, we're setting the picture here of what should this look like? What is this designed to look like? I know from my counseling work and just from life in general that a lot of us struggle because we did not grow up in families that met these needs very well. And if that is something that is a struggle for you, then you probably would benefit from talking to someone about those unmet needs from childhood. And that that may be a professional counselor, but it also may be a pastor or a good friend or just sitting down with your husband to talk about the needs that you had as a young person that were not adequately met. If we hold on to those hurts and those pains, it often winds up impacting us today that we struggle to love our husband, our kids well today if we did not experience that type of love as we were growing up, if we did not see that modeled in front of us and we did not experience that ourselves. That happens for a lot of people. If this is your situation, you are not alone. That doesn't mean that everything has fallen apart and that there's no hope. It doesn't mean you don't have a good relationship with your parents or your siblings or your grandparents today. It just means that there might be some unmet needs that are still kind of lingering in the back of your mind, in the back of your heart, that it might be worth unpacking with someone. So that's our first what. What does it mean to love your family well? (laughs) What does it mean to love your family well? It means meeting each other's needs. But it also means submission to one another and sacrificing for each other. And there are some great scripture verses that help us to see this. Um, In particular, I really like to turn with people to Ephesians chapter 5, because this is a very famous and popular chapter about, you know, wives do this, 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 and this with your husbands. Husbands do this, this, and this with your wives. I'm not unpacking all of that today. We will definitely get there. Don't worry. Um, In another podcast episode. But what is so often overlooked is how that whole section starts, which is in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, which says, submit to one another out of reverence for God. And we can get so easily caught up in, oh, well, it tells wives to do this, this, this. Oh, it tells husbands to do this, this, this. And obviously those things are important because they are part of God's word. But first and foremost, in loving our family well, we are each called to submit to one another. And we don't do that because the other person is always correct. We don't do that because the other person is always kind or affectionate or caring in our conversation or in the situation at hand. We submit to one another out of reverence for God. And yes, mamas, I would extend this to our children. We don't give in to every whim that our kids have. We don't say yes every time they ask for something, but we do submit to one another out of reverence for God. We do try 
our very best to put our own needs, to, to be aware of our own needs, but to put them on hold in order to make sure we fully understand the other person's needs and that we are doing what we can to try to meet those needs. We submit to one another and we sacrifice for one another. And of course, as we look at the life of Jesus, we see sacrifice over and over and over again. Perhaps the best picture of this is when Jesus puts on a towel and he washes his disciples' feet. And if you're a mom, you know what? You've washed your kids' feet. (laughs) You've given baths. You've cleaned up their puke. You've spilled up the milk again and again and again. Undoubtedly, you have sacrificed for the needs of your children and most likely for the needs of your husband and even of your parents, of your siblings. But it's important for us to know that that is a central part of what it means to love our family well. We submit to one another and we sacrifice for one another. And I know this is so difficult. It's difficult on a good day, let's be honest. But it's particularly difficult when our other family members are not submitting to us or sacrificing for us. Or at the very least, we don't see that in a very big way. We don't feel like that is happening. That is incredibly difficult. And we are going to unpack that in an upcoming episode to talk about how do we give our best, give our all to our marriage, to our parenting, to our relationships when we're not receiving what we need to receive or what we think we should be receiving from the other person. Trust me, that is really common and it's really hard. But that does not change the reality of how God has designed the family. He intends for us to, number one, meet each other's needs and also to submit to one another and sacrifice for one another. And the failure of someone else to do that well within the family does not justify our failure to do that for our family members. So I know that I'm putting a lot out there that may or may not line up very easily with your family experience, but that's totally normal. And we are painting the picture here of what are we aiming for? What is the goal? And then, of course, there's all the little ins and outs and nuts and bolts about how the heck do we do this in real life? But let me hit on one other piece of what it means to love our family well, specific to parenting, which is that loving our kids well means that we teach them about God. Because if what we believe about Jesus is true, if we believe that he is the way to the Father, he is the way to peace and joy and abundance and eternal life, then we have a responsibility to teach that to our kids. If that is something that you maybe are not very intentional about yet, or have maybe not even thought about very closely in what it means to be a parent, I would encourage you to go and read the chapter in Deuteronomy chapter 6, where the Lord is speaking to the parents, the Israelite parents, basically telling them, love me as your first and foremost priority, And teach this to your kids. Impress my commandments, my words upon your children. Talk about them when you sit at home. Talk about them when you walk along the road. Talk about them when you lie down. Talk about them when you get up. Um, It's a great picture of the call that God has for us as parents to help our kids know the gospel 
and ultimately help our kids to know God, to develop their own personal relationship with God that is based in truth and based in grace. So we have our what it means to love our family well. It means we meet each other's needs, our tangible physical needs, our need to belong and to be accepted, and our need for respect and care and kindness. It means that we submit to one another. It means that we sacrifice for one another, and it means that we teach our kids about God. And as I've already said, if your family growing up or even your family today are struggling to kind of meet this goal, please know that you are not alone and know that it does not need to stay in that place. I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that we have a free five-day email course called the Relationship Reset. That might be a really helpful place to start. If you're thinking about what it means to love your family well and feeling like, uh, uh-oh, I'm not quite where I want to be, that might be a great first step to just kind of infuse some fulfillment and some joy back into those relationships. So let's move to the question of why. Why is it meaningful for us to love our family well? The first reason is that our family is designed by God to help one another. We see this right there in Genesis 2 as God is creating the man, the very first man, the very first woman. He creates them to help each other. Adam is not complete. God does not say it is good until he has created a wife for Adam, and he tells them to go forth and multiply. God knew that we needed family. We needed community. We needed relationship. And so it gives us a sense of purpose and a sense of meaning when we live into that, when we actively try to help each other, when we actively invest in loving our family well. We experience meaning and fulfillment in that because that is how and why God created us. He created us for relationship with him, yes, but also with each other. The second reason, which I see play out so often in the counseling room, of why does it matter if we love our people well, our family well, is because these are the people that see us at our best and our worst. It is so easy to get caught in autopilot and we're not Maybe we're not horrible with our family, but we're also not intentional about being respectful, about being kind, about sacrificing for one another. It's so easy to slack at home because this is our safe place. This is where we are meant to feel the most comfortable, where we are meant to relax, to find peace, to not be working all the time, to not be performing because we're at home we're with our husband, we're with our kids, we're supposed to just relax and enjoy life. And of course we want to do that, but that often means that we wind up giving the least amount of energy and intentionality to these people who actually are our most important relationships. Why does it matter if you love your family well? It matters because they're going to see you at your best and they're going to see you at your worst And if these are the people that you're going to interact with day in and day out, they're going to take care of you when you're sick. They're going to pick you up when you're down, you've lost the job, or you're struggling with something huge that's just weighing on you. These are the people who are going to be there for you. And that may not always go perfectly. They may not always 
care for you in the ways that you would most prefer, but they're going to see you at those moments of your best and your worst. And so why is it meaningful to love our family well? Because we see them all the time. And so we find not only meaning and purpose in loving our family well, but we experience a lot more of that peace, of that rest at home when we are intentional about loving each other well. We can relax and just enjoy our home environment, enjoy those family relationships because we have invested the emotion and the energy and the time to love each other well. Let me hit on one final reason of why we love our family well. Why that's meaningful for us is because it is an act of obedience to God. And I mentioned this that when we think about the what. Well, part of what it means to love our family well is to submit, not because they deserve it, not because they are correct or somehow more valuable and important than us, but we submit out of reverence for God. And in the same way, we find meaning and purpose and joy in loving our family well because we know that we are acting in obedience to God. And because we love God, we desire to live in obedience to Him. Um, if you haven't gone back and listened to episodes three and four where we talked about what it means to love God well, um, that may be an encouragement to you when you think about this. Well, why should I love my family well out of obedience to God? In part, that is because a relationship with God means we try to please him. We try to live in ways that he tells us are going to bring us the most peace and the most joy. So we've talked about the what. What does it mean to love your family well? It means providing for each other, giving each other a sense of belonging, a place to be accepted, showing each other respect and kindness and affection. It means submitting to one another, sacrificing for one another, teaching our kids about God. And why is this meaningful to us? It's meaningful because we are living into our purpose as a family to help one another. And it's meaningful because these are the people that we see day in and day out. And we're going to experience a much more enjoyable and satisfying and peaceful home environment when we are loving each other well. And it's also meaningful to us because we get to experience the joy and the pleasure of acting in obedience to God. I always find it so interesting in the Ten Commandments that the only one that gives a promise of blessing is the commandment to honor your mother and father. Specifically, it says, and this is in Exodus 20, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. There, of course, are ten commandments. If you didn't know that, there's ten of them. And one of them says, honor your mother and your father. So again, it's not just about loving our family, our husband, our kids well. It's about loving our whole family well. And there are blessings that come from that. So with all of that in mind, if you are struggling to love your family well, know that you are not alone. But also know that the Lord has not brought you together as a family. He has not put you in this place or in these relationships so that you will struggle and be discouraged. He has put you in these relationships so that you can help one another, so that you can enjoy life together. And if you're struggling to see that right now, if you're not really seeing that light at the end of a dark tunnel, know that the Lord is the one holding the light 
the Lord is the one who has the pathway through. And hit subscribe to this podcast because a lot of what we're going to unpack over the upcoming episodes is loving our family well. I do think this is where I'm going to focus a lot of time and energy because I see this play out so often in our day-to-day lives. These are the people we spend our time with. These are the people we see day in and day out. And if these relationships are not going well, it's really difficult to experience satisfaction and joy in our everyday lives. So my friend, I hope that these thoughts about what it means to love your family well and why that's meaningful have been encouraging to you. And I'm going to leave you with three specific action steps. Number one, hit subscribe to this podcast. Our next episode, episode eight, we'll be talking about how we do this. How in the day to day of life do we love our family well? We're going to have some practical action steps for you. So hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Action step number two, think back to the what that I talked about today and identify for yourself which of these areas do you struggle with the most? Is it really hard to show respect and kindness to your family because you're just in a season of discouragement and distance? And just take that before the Lord, confess it to him, ask for his strength, ask for his prompting and his leading because he is the one who is faithful and powerful to bring change in those relationships, whatever area it might be that you are struggling in. Action step number three, sign up for the Relationship Reset free five-day email course. It's not going to solve every single problem in your relationship. It's not intended to, but it is going to be a really helpful and encouraging reset to kind of hit pause, to assess, to gather together some new ideas about how to pour into a meaningful relationship in your life, and you'll walk away with a practical, realistic action plan that works for you. So links for all of this are in the show notes. My friend, I am praying for you. I'm praying for your family, and I will join you again in episode eight to talk about how we love our family well. Hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.